Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottom, the boom, shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is a mighty Monday. Figure out we got all these games coming up with the brackets busting out, March Madness cranking up. So we just wanted to dip our toes back in the water, have a little fun, talk a little basketball, maybe a little NFL chatter, and just catch up and have a good time. Because, you know, the March Madness and the bracket release... It's usually a pretty fantastic thing, although I got to admit, I was not a fan of the Bracket Release Show. And I know it's been easy dumping grounds for a lot of people, uh, but that's one of those things, Shannon. You know, we have a soundbite. It's like, how do you F that up? And it's like, of all the things to jack up, uh, it, it, it amazes me that the Bracket Release Show was as awkward and I just, I, I didn't like it. I hope that's, I hope that's like, um, who was it that when they tried to go away from Luther Van Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson? Hudson? Yeah, and yes. I love you know Jennifer Hudson's a phenomenal singer, man. This is not nothing against her, but it's like don't mess with what works. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not trying to be like old man yells at clouds, but Luther Vandross one shining moment, leave it. That's the cla- You know what I mean? That's the classic. It that, works. It works. People love it. People identify with the tournament and the the bracket release party show to me was just incredibly awkward. So we're on kind of a tighter time frame than usual. So uh, let's go ahead and get everybody in here just for good measure. Uh, first and foremost, he wasn't with us this past weekend, but he is here tonight, and that is the super duper mighty D Stat. What's up, brother? Let's go ahead and you know get your song, get your woo, and hit your cue. You ready, bro? You know what, sir? All right, three brew and fun, baby. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like that. I like that, man. I like that, man. So I hope you had a good weekend. It's good to see your face again. I'm rocking that Mets hat as always. Is that one of your, uh, what was it, the seven line? Sir. All right, there you go. Real quick, just out of curiosity, since you weren't with us uh, last podcast, you know, anything, uh, any favorites, any most hated, anything you want to bring up before we get everybody in here? You just ready to roll? You just excited about the tournament? I'm excited about the tournament. Um, I'm excited for uh, LeBron to be a Laker next next year, but that's that's in the future. He's um, <laughs> it, going to be a Laker. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see. I believe it. I believe it. Have you shaken the magic eight ball? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of eight balls being shaken. In- Did you oh, hit the oh, eight ball? Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. Oh. It's DC. This is a different kind of stuff here. Oh. <laughs> hey, it was good enough for the mayor, man. It's good enough for you. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, Mary and Barry. Yeah. Yeah. See us for cookie. <laughs> or, or maybe C okay. maybe C, maybe C, yeah C is for cocaine. That's good enough for me. <laughs> Mark, I, I was halfway thinking if, if Matt was here tonight, I was going to bring you into a new song just for good measure. Obviously, not that not uh, this was just in reference to the uh, uh, Odell Beckham deal, that little rando short clip, and I was totally going to you know totally going to just go ahead give you a little Eric Clapton <laughs> for fun but we didn't we don't have Whitfield but I'm still gonna give it to you <laughs> why not I'll accept. yeah no it's, it, I know it's okay let's hope <laughs> let, hopefully your bracket does not end up well you know hopefully all of our brackets end up being better than uh you know any I don't know Marion Barry shaking I don't even know where you go with that quite honestly I don't I hope they look better than you know what's sad is somebody on drugs will probably have a better bracket than all of us. <laughs> probably. Well, 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 I'd say less, less than that somebody somebody who's watched two basketball games in their life, that's usually yes. that's gonna go and yeah. that's fine. That's that's yeah. the fun in it. I mean Well, you no, know, it is. It is. It is you know, the bracket stuff is so random and you know, especially the first, you know, kind of the first chunk of days. 
there's so much excitement and there's just so there's so many games it's like it's like basketball concentrate you know and i think that's part of the fun is you have a lot of teams that aren't familiar with each other you have a lot of you know you just have the potential for insanity out of the gate is just really good and i think that's what makes it so appealing it usually sort of shakes out over the duration of the tournament and the better teams usually kind of rise to the top but there's always room for uh, you know, like a six or a five or a four. Actually, I think six seeds are usually kind of a death knell. And I want to say only one – is it only – I don't know if anybody knows this off the top of their head, but I think it's only happened once where all four ones made the final four. I want to it's say It's only that, happened once in the last however many years. Yeah, I mean yeah, – it, it's, it's, it's happened more than once in, in history, I think. Uh, but, uh, like, yeah, the recent years, only yeah. once. And, I mean, that's incredibly rare. Yeah, it's so like – 15, 20 years yeah, or there's, something like that. There's going to be somebody that surprises there's yeah. going to be somebody that surprises. There always, always, always is. And that's part of the fun. Speaking right. of fun, let's go ahead and get everybody in here, man. Yeah, buddy. Shannon, what you got yes, going sir. on, brother? Dude. All right, tell me about I'm these happy. Wildcats, man. They got a chance. <laughs> I'm saying there's a chance. They, they have finally figured out how to play defense. They have finally figured out how to rebound the damn ball, and they have finally figured out how to move on offense. Yeah. Uh, whether that gets them far in the tournament or not, that remains to be seen, but they're actually playing like a real college basketball team, which is nice to see. So I will readily admit I think it would be a, a pretty righteous upset if Davidson punted them out. <laughs> I won't lie. <laughs> I won't lie. Davidson's on fire, dude. It would not shock me in the least if Davidson beat them. It, it honestly wouldn't. It really wouldn't. I mean, they've they've got a great coach. He's got 554 wins. They beat a St. Bonaventure team who had mm-hmm. been on fire. They beat Rhode Island who had been on fire. Dude, you and, and they got the Steph Curry mojo. I mean. That's some good mojo I mean, to have. That, that's, you know. I hear you. That's a tough. That's a tough first round matchup, man. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you. yeah. Like it's a five twelve, which is always the upset. You know, that's the trendy one, right? That's, that's the trendy one, man. The old twelve five. Those, those are always the trendy ones. Mm-hmm. I like UK to win, but I like Davidson plus five and a half. Mark, look, we got some betting stuff out of the gate. Look at that. Just for these stats, right Aww. off the bat, just Aww. for fun, just for fun. Like that. That is nice. That that is nice. That is nice. All right, Randy. He of the Syracuse background, man. I like how uh, the orange slipped in there. You gotta love that. I don't know how pumped or stoked or whatever you are for the tourney, but you know you can be your like rando casual Cuse backer. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's just it's just one of those things where I just kind of like, hey, it's great. We're uh, in the play-in <laughs> game, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I look at the bracket and go. Oh, crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, really? You in the Duke-Kansas bracket? Is that the Duke-Kansas-Michigan-State? I'm like, yeah. Just... Well, that shouldn't be too hard. No, not at all. No, nah, cakewalk, dude. Cakewalk. Cakewalk. Great great path. Great path. Lots of opportunity there. Lots of opportunity there. Oh, yeah. oh okay. man. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Well, look. Got to play a Hurley in the first round matchup. Yeah, so, I mean, dude. Good for the A10, by the way. Good for the A10 getting a little love up in there. Um, three teams, man. Side note, side note. And I know this is, this is not a, like a national story, a real big deal to a lot of people, but we are in RVA. 
Um, I'm still disappointed that, uh, and I don't know if it was the NIT or the CBI. I mean, I don't know, but uh, I'm still kind of disappointed that VCU declined any, you know, to partic- participate in any tournaments. I mean, obviously they weren't invited. You know, they would have gone to the big bracket had, had they made it, of course. But it's just puzzling to me because, you know, <laughs> again, if you're not an RVA, you probably don't really care. But you know, way back when they went to the CBI, I think they they won it, and then the year after they had their run. And it yeah. and it's I'm not saying that playing in that would set them up to have that kind of run again. But there's so much turnover with the program with a new coach, got a lot of young guys. It's like, why not, man? I mean, it, it, is that a pride thing? Do they just don't? I, I don't. I, I just it, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Get get some experience, get some postseason play, even if you flame out. To me, that that team needs it. The guys need it. I don't I don't know if that was the proverbial business decision or what, but I can tell you, as somebody that lives that in Richmond, seems not like a fan. An administration decision to mm-hmm. me because not a fan. If you're if you're a competitor, if you're a coach. If you can get some more practice time, more more game time, you take it. I would and honestly, right. yeah. I mean, you take it. You even if in that game you don't play Tillman and Williams as much. Yeah, and you get the younger guys out there just so they can it, understand what postseason basketball is about. You know, and just so that they're kind of get that in their head for next year, what they have to do. I, I think that would have been tremendous, but. Um, mm-hmm. Just a Gosh, missed man. opportunity, I think, man. Miss, I, I, do, missed I think so as well. I, I I hope Tillman and Williams got it, a little bit of input on that, but from the them putting out that statement, I don't think they did. Yeah, now that one kind of sort of flew under the radar, and I, again, I was I was just when I saw that the headline, I was just like, "What? Really? Why?" And I don't know that we'll ever get a satisfactory answer on that one, but. Anyway, uh, th- you know what? That's their loss. I think for fans here, I just think it's a shame. It would have been a nice opportunity. But you know what? That's okay. That's okay. We got plenty of games to look forward to. And obviously, th- there's a lot of good stuff uh, right around the corner. Again, kudos to Davidson. I, you know, it's good to see the, the A-10 you know, getting three in there. It's nice. Obviously, the ACC had a butt ton of teams. But uh, I would say it's pretty reasonable to look at Davidson and go Notre Dame can be like thanks guys <laughs> Davidson and Goliath you jerks but uh sorry sorry fighting Irish maybe next year maybe next year anyway stuff happens I- I'd say uh <laughs> forget Mary and Barry I do wonder if the planners of the NCAA bracket you know release show when their champion corporate sponsor of Coke uh, how fitting! Uh, I don't know if maybe they were in the background of uh, Odell Beckham's like room, getting ready to share in that pizza. But it does kind of feel like maybe they were on some kind of drugs when they planned that thing out. Yeah, Mark, this this song pulls for you, by the way. <laughs> I don't know the last time we had System of a Down on here. Feels like it's been a while. <laughs> Always need more System. Yeah, but you know, all kidding aside, again, I know it's easy to dump one. I absolutely hated hated the bracket release show i didn't like the alphabetized kind of thing going on you know here they are going through and he's like oh well uh as you can tell we're already to this letter so this team didn't make it i mean it was just like and look we know who the automatic qualifiers are you don't need to you know what i'm saying it's like if they won their tournament they're in we know those guys y'all how about you tell us the the one seeds the first four in 
maybe the overall ones, which they said UVA. I mean, I, I don't think that was a shock to anybody. Uh, no. But have the four ones. Uh, talk about the first four in, last four in, first four out, that kind of stuff. Uh, I didn't like the alpha, the, the alphabetic deal. That was awkward to me. Uh, I, I didn't like leading off with automatic qualifiers, especially the way they broke it out. I mean, that stage was enormous. It was. It, it just. It just felt like it was. It was too grandiose. It was too big. They didn't have a really good flow. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. I had it on DVR. And I zipped through parts of it, and I just felt like I just fast-forwarded to, to finally get to the bracket, and then I turned it off. I hated it so much. That and the audio was atrociously bad. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't know what the delay was, but it, it felt like one of those you know, cheese ball like kung fu movies where people are just out of sync. I mean, I was like sitting it there. It literally did, yeah. It was awful. And on something of, of that magnitude, of that scale, you, you can't jack the audio up, dude. You, you just can't, man. And here's, here's the thing, like... TNT, that studio, like the NBA studio show with uh, EJ, uh, Kenny Smith, Charles Barkley, and Shaq, is my favorite studio show ever. Yeah. And whoever was in charge of that shit show, just, (laughs) it just ruined them. And they're like the best studio show. They're great. They're great. during the playoff, like the NBA playoffs, mm-hmm. it, it is every night it is must watch TV. It is awesome. They, it, it's like a sports brew, but you know they don't like curse and mess with each other right, too no. much. But yeah. they have some fun. Not too much. But I, um, I, I just, gosh, I feel man, like I, I just, I, I like the drama of sure. revealing the back, the brackets. I think Mark and I both said it. There, you don't reinvent the wheel. I right. think a million to t- ten million people probably said you just don't reinvent the wheel. Like it, that selection Sunday, like you have the drama of the brackets, and then either you're in or you're not in. And then you know you get the teams that are like upset, blah 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 blah. But the problem, the the problem with revealing all the teams at the beginning is, is if your team doesn't make it, you're going to turn off the TV. Yeah, what's the point? Oh, wait a second. Hey, look, we're almost to O. Who do you think gets in here? I mean. Right. And if your team doesn't get in, you're like, oh, crap. So you turn it off. So you're going to lose years that way. And then your your show is behind and it's just crappy as it is. So you're going to lose viewers. I I I turned off about halfway through. Yeah, I mean, I literally turn on to ESPN, and I never do that. Well, it's just look. I understand that sometimes you want to you know shake things up a little bit. I totally get that. Maybe you want to experiment, try something different. But here's the thing: they made this gigantic stage. It swallowed them up. It was too big. The studio audience was audience was just kind of oddball. Um, that <laughs> didn't make a ton of audience, sense. Dude. I prefer. I far prefer the the like the live feed of the schools doing it. But like it's yeah. like everything felt like it. You know, the audio was out of sync, but it felt like everything was just a little bit off. So the way yeah. they did it was a little bit off. When he would cut to somebody, it felt like that was a little off. It felt like they didn't quite know how to transition at times. You know, oh, uh, well, here's a letter. Uh, is there this team in there? Nope. Oh, sorry. It just it, A lot of it just felt out of sync. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, do you know what people tune into that for? It's the brackets. The brackets are the stars. Yeah, Once we get to the tournament, the 
Once we get to the tournament, the basketball leads the charge. The basketball is the star. But Selection Sunday, the bracket release is supposed to be the star. That's what people want to see. And again, to me, it was awkward. It didn't flow well. I certainly didn't find it confusing. I just didn't like it. And again, I don't want to be like, old man yells a cloud. It's not, it's not get off my lawn. I mean, it's not really about that. I just, it, it felt forced and I, I just didn't like how it played out. You know, the, to me, the set was too big. Shrink it back down. Have them at the desk. Break out the... Do what, I, I would much rather be, here's a region commercial break. Here's a region commercial. You don't need to do it over two hours, dear God. You can do all four no. brackets. You can get all four brackets out. And CBS has always done it in one hour. Look, give me 30, min, 30 minutes of bracket release, 30 minutes of dialogue. You know yep. what I mean? Or and like even if you want to go more than that, thirty minutes of bracket release, right? Maybe you do two in a commercial break or however they want to stagger it, but get the bracket release in half an hour, maybe forty five minute tops, and then do the rest dialogue and analysis and showing reactions. Uh, you know, again, it was a flow thing. I, I I loved it back in the day when they would do a, like a live cut into somebody, um, and they would then they would be part of the because obviously they know. They know who's in the bracket. They, they freaking know that. So they know who to cut to. You know what I'm saying? But to see them all go nuts, that was fun. And the closest thing we got to that, the closest thing we got to that, in my estimation, really, was the deal with um, Bobby Hurley and then you know his brother Dan Hurley. And I thought, awesome. I thought that part was fantastic. And that kind of emotional piece is what makes March Madness, especially the front end of March Madness, so great. Um, cause you have so many teams that realistically are going to be, they're going to be knocked out. They're going to be one and done, but you know, for a lot of the smaller programs to get in, I mean, that, that, I mean, it's just massive. It's monstrous for them. And that's a fun thing. And to toy with that emotion, I just, I, I whatever they set out to accomplish, I just don't think that they did. It just wasn't no. effective. And, you know, sometimes you do that and you learn from it and I hope they learn from it and they never do it again. Um, uh, but I did like these two bits. Uh, so here's the one and you know, what's funny about it. I'll play one for you and see see if you can guess which team and which coach this is. Here's one. All right, which Hurley was that? You said for the first time since 2006. Well, I'm just saying uh, that get, would be Rhode Island, I would think. Well, that was Rhode Island. That was Rhode Island. You're right about that. But they were t- remember it was in alphabetical order. Oh, so they were clapping for Arizona State, Arizona yeah. State. Now, okay. h- here's Arizona State. Coach Avery Johnson gets the tie back in the tournament for the first time that was since 2000. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was fantastic. And then, uh, then, of course, with, uh, with, with Bobby Hurley, then they all run out of his house and jump into the pool. <laughs> you know, that, that was pretty oh, that's fa- awesome. Yeah, that was pretty fantastic. Uh, but I love I love the cheer that that Dan Hurley had, you know, for seeing his brother's team get into the tournament. Man, uh, I thought that was great. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. And he, I mean, he was so stoked. It I mean, it, it may as well have been, you know, the Arizona State. Like, if 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 you didn't know, you wouldn't know which. You know what I mean? You'd have no exactly. idea. You wouldn't know which team yeah. that was. The emotion that's so so fantastic, and I, that's what people love about about. March Madison about the tournament. Yeah, we love the basketball, but the reason it sucks in so many casual people is moments like that. Moments like yes, that. And I think... It. let and me, I, Go ahead. 
was going to say, as we were talking about earlier, that's one of the few things on Twitter I've ever seen that had, I think, 100% positive responses. Yeah. As far as I is. I didn't Which, go too far or like long after, but God on Twitter, that's a near miracle. I mean, it, it literally is a miracle on Twitter <laughs> when the first like 10, 20 responses you see are positive uh, on a post. And it, it just, it just goes to show that, you know, while you are a competitor, like when you see your family get in, you know, it just means that much more uh, to see your own flesh and blood doing well. And, um, yeah, it, it it was just awesome. Like their dad, their dad is literally considered the greatest high school coach in the history of the United States basketball. Yeah. Like, so to see, you know, the his two sons who are now coaches, and one sees the other get in when they were on the bubble. I mean, and the emotion there that hey, my brother got in, and oh by the way, you know if Zona State wins three games and uh, Rhode Island wins two games. You meet in the Sweet Sixteen. You get to play. Yeah, I thought that, <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of funny that they stuck him in there. And of course, uh, the Hurleys. One Hurley would have to get through Duke, and then the other Hurley would have to get through Duke. You know, should That's Duke beat Iona? You know, what I mean, the the next one. Let's say Rhode Island wins, Duke wins. That then you get Rhode Island, Duke. You know, and obviously Arizona State's got to get past uh, you know the Orange first, Syracuse, and a little playing game. But still, it, that that's a fun storyline. I don't know that that's going to come to fruition, but it is kind of an oddball that I, they yeah, stuck on. I don't think that will. But that, that they packed him into the corner of that uh, of that of the Midwest uh, region. I thought that was kind of odd. But again, the emotion there is what makes the moment, and that's what people yes. really want to celebrate uh, with March Madness. Mark, just curious, did you watch any of the of the release show or the Selection Sunday, or did you just like? Pfft, because I know we're we're sitting here beating a drum on this thing. I don't know if uh, you felt as strongly as we did, or you were just like, "F that, turn it off." <laughs> Mark, did we lose uh, you? And Mark is gone. Oh, much like the schedule release show or the selection Sunday, didn't live up to the billing. That's all right. Maybe D set will pop back on, <laughs> or maybe he's partying with Odell Beckham Jr. in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a hot tub in the picture at the moment that's right so. hey man got the munchies There's that, that pizza's hanging out there <laughs> what are you gonna do mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah buddy <laughs> before we go any further Justin, yeah 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 <laughs> we just need to give the first fail horn of the evening to the selection show. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Without a doubt. Well, well earned. Or, as you know, the other thing that's very true. How do you fuck that up? Thanks. How do you fuck that up? Well, hopefully yeah. they kill that format and never, ever... Please. Never, 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 ever, ever do that again. Forever, <laughs> ever, forever, ever, ever, because Lord knows. Redo that slab of garbage. Mm-mm. Anyway, all right. <sighs> Anywho. So, all right, well, we'll get we'll get to the. I guess. Oh, or as Charles Barkley oh, would say, "Oh, is Mark that back? was terrible. That was terrible. Did Mark reappear? He must be having some. Uh, 
I think he's having some audio issue. There hey, he is. Hey. No idea what happened. But. No, that's right. Well, welcome back. Uh, what we were, we got off on a couple of stupid tangents there, but uh, just um, wanted you to weigh in real quick on a reaction to the selection Sunday bit. I don't know if you hated it as much as I did, but so I, I was I was traveling, so actually I didn't get to catch any of it. But um, I, I, everything I heard and, and kind of what Shane echoed earlier, uh, yeah, I stopped saying well, yeah. why why try to reinvent the wheel? Why why do anything drastic? It's incredibly simple. It's, it's exciting, and it should be exciting. But it's so simple. Like the excitement is built in. Like don't you don't need to make any you know drastic you know no. changes or uh, just stupid. Let the brackets be the stars. Yeah, I mean, that, the stars, Mark dude. said it great. You said it great. You know, the star of that night is the brackets. Yes. And and you're going to find out who plays where and who's in and who's out. Why F that up? Like, like that first, oh, we're going to reveal all 68 teams in the first 10 minutes. To, what, to combat leaks? I mean, like, here's the thing. If you hate the coverage, all you're going to do is cha- you're going to change channels. If you hate the coverage, if you hate the if you hate the coverage, you're going to change channels. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just what it is. So I I would I would I I would imagine there's some ratings numbers out there somewhere that I just haven't seen yet. But uh, I mean, like I would have once that was out with the way that show was going with the audio problems and all that other stuff. I just I would have changed the ESPN or, or FS1. Anybody else hated it? Hated it? Hated it? Hated it? Like- I anyway. never changed anything to ESPN. I actually changed to ESPN that night. Yeah, I was like, I'm not surprised. After, I don't know, an hour or less than an hour, I, was, I flipped it. I yeah. was like, I'm done with this show. Well, stop recording and everything. I was like, <laughs> I think, I think realistically, we've probably hated on it enough. We've given it a fail horn. It gets a chewy roar. I think we're good. I think we're and we gave it the uh, the old how do you f that up? So. How do you f that up, man? That's right. You know what? Next time we'll just do it live. <laughs> well, they struggled with that, man. They did struggle with the doing it live. I can't do it. They couldn't we'll do, do it. it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. It's still do it live. To be I'll it. write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. It's still <laughs> real to me, damn it. <laughs> that that was that was Ernie Johnson and Greg Gumble, I believe, uh, with those statements. Yeah, the classic. Sting and a anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's let's shift gears. Let's shift gears for a minute. Um, let's get. <laughs> So we'll tie back around to some brackets and wrap up with some thoughts about that. Uh, the other big thing I did want to address real quick, um, only because I, I, you know, we joked around about it uh, when we recorded uh, last week, and that that is the move of Richard Sherman to San Francisco, which is so fantastically random. But look, he gets to play. He gets to play the Seahawks twice a year. He has uh, he bet on himself with his contract. Sands agent. Uh, we can talk about the Stanford connection, the division connection. You know, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I still think it's hilarious. I still think it's hilarious, particularly given how much Randy, uh, you, the, the amount of disdain you have had for Richard Sherman. <laughs> and lo and behold, buddy, he is now a San Francisco 49er. And I think that's an absolute freaking riot and of course as seems to always happen some bunch of knuckleheads resorted to burn in richard sherman jerseys uh look they got rid of him y'all they got rid of him 
What do you yeah, expect? Wake up! They released him, not the other way around. What do you expect that man to do? What do you expect that man to do? Come on! And my understanding is that he gave them the opportunity to match that. Said so this is this is what I've negotiated here. Here it is. I'll come back. You want to match it? And they declined to do that. You know, and Richard Sherman had a tweet out and said, instead of getting upset with me for going to a new team, how about you get upset with the people who forced me to go? If one job fired you and another job offers you a great position, I highly doubt most people will go back to the old job for a lot less money. And I think that's a fair point. I think it's a fair point. They, they elected to move on, which is fine. I mean, look, if the Seahawks want to move on, move on. That's fine, right? You don't need to burn that man's jersey for that. Absurdity, dude. Look, Sir Mix-a-Lot even got up into this one. Sent him a tweet. He said, I want to thank uh, Richard Sherman for bringing us something we couldn't imagine 30 years ago. You gave this team an identity, a voice, and a championship. Maybe now people will understand your views on contractual negotiations. One injury and bye, shake my head. Good luck and thank you. And uh, Sherman responded, thank you very much. A lot of people can't begin to understand that perspective. Played every single game of my career before this year and had one freak injury and get released. But they'll understand the difference over the next few years. You know, I, I mean, look, he's got a little bit of age on him. He's not ancient, but and it's, it's a tough injury to overcome. So I, I hope that he does that. He is a mouthy guy, sure. That's part of his shtick and part of his deal. But, you know, the Seahawks and their run – were defined by attitude and defined by confidence. And that's that was part of the deal with the Legion of Boom. And that brashness can serve a team well. Uh, and the 49ers, you know, we've talked about it, obviously, with Garoppolo. There's, there's some upside there. How good they're going to be, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I think, uh, I think Richard Sherman, that's a calculated gamble. He's obviously betting on himself because uh, he's got a lot of incentives in that contract. Uh, Pro Bowl, playtime, things like that. He can make a good amount of money if he hits his incentives. If he physically can't, well, he's not going to make as much money. That's just the reality of it. Uh, but clearly, he's got some confidence in himself. One thing I, I will say I do think is really hilarious, um, and For the Win had this nice collection of all these 49ers fans, like like essentially uh, going, my bad for all the hate I dropped on you. It's like, I take back anything disrespectful I might have said to you in our games before. Welcome to the squad. <laughs> you know, and it, it's just funny. Were, were, were there any Seahawks players, Niners fans, hated more than Richard Sherman during their heyday? What a world. Oh, here's one from Larry at run underscore LMC. Niners fans deleting all those old tweets slandering Richard Sherman as we speak. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. I'm probably still doing it at this point. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, Richard Sherman. I used to hate you. Now I don't. Welcome to the dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new NFL, man. So it, it truly is a new NFL. Yeah. So I guess Randy, just out of curiosity, now that this actually has come to fruition, what's your, uh, you know, what's your, what's your take? What's your reaction? What's your feeling this thing, man? I mean, to acquire a player of that caliber, granted, yes, we got to see what happens when he comes, when he's fully healthy again. I mean, I can't complain, but so much. I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna easily forget and forgive, you know, the past so much, but. You know, he's it's kind of like all that. It's kind of like watching Dion leave San Francisco, go to Dallas. You know, and stuff like that back in the day. And I don't know. It's as long as he's he can help the team, I'm fine with yeah. it. I mean, I can't just I can't 
hold a grudge forever. I mean, it's he, he's obviously going to hold a grudge against Seattle because that's one of the reasons he – when uh, in an interview, he actually said that – he's like, yeah, I'm vengeful like that because he gets to play against Seattle twice a, twice a year. So it's like he gets to stick it to his old team. He actually wants to do that. Well, I mean, that, that, that's a, that, there's a lot of motivation in that. There's a lot of motivation in that. Brett Favre wanted to do it to Green Bay. I mean, I'm sure we could go down a laundry list of players that wanted to exact some degree of revenge on a team that oh, caught them. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, Manning to Indy? Sure. I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, for, from a football standpoint, if that's something that squeezes out an extra bit, that chip, that proverbial chip on the shoulder, as long as you can bar it from Andy Reid, you know, the proverbial chip on the shoulder <laughs> is a good thing to have. You know, and in, in football, motivation and determination, they go a long way, especially if you have skills and talent to back it up. So I'm good with the move. I don't know if it'll work itself out, but the contract's not going to hurt them. No. Not the, I, I no, hope, not the way I it's hope structured. I able to uh, perform, man. I, I, Achilles is n- is no joke. That, yeah. that injury is no joke. So, I mean, it's... Even if he starts the season on the pup list and comes back and performs, I, I think that would be just fine for San Fran. Give him two or three year deal. What was the deal anyway? Um, well, it, it it's a maximum where the ceiling's about thirty nine million. All right, it's a three year okay. thirty thirty nine million deal thirty nine million dollar deal. But here's the thing: uh, <laughs> this is an uh, article on PFT to get the full thirty nine point one five million. Sherman has to play in all forty eight regular season games over the next three years. Be on the field for at least 90% of the snaps, make it to the Pro Bowl every year, and qualify for the All-Pro team every year. That ain't happening. So if you're getting that kind of production out of him, then you got a good deal. I mean, That's a bargain in itself, well, like 13, 13 a year. I I mean. Yeah, I don't know how much of a bargain you can say that is, but it's not. If he If he plays that well, you know what I mean, then that's money well spent. Yeah, that's because again, there's a lot of incentives. There's a ton of incentives. So, and if he if he's if he's stank nasty, guess what? He's gonna be dirt cheap. Yep. So well, and like one of those uh, incentives is coming is gonna be coming up with his roster bonus, which is which is gonna go into effect right away. But the the caveat there is is he has to pretty much be ready to go. He if, yeah. he, if he starts the season on the pup list, he's not getting that roster bonus. Yeah, and that's one that it could hurt him. And he got some blowback from some other players. I think Joe Thomas was one of them, uh, critical because he did it without an agent. But I mean, he's betting on himself. You know, I mean, clearly he's betting on himself. So some blowback for his willingness to to do a deal like that. Some people think it's a bad deal, but you know, if that's what he wanted to do. But yeah, there's some risk if he if if he's on the pup list or something like that. It's going to cost him. It's going to cost him a chunk of money out of the gate for sure. And that that may hurt him, uh, Mark. I know you're. Uh, <laughs> I know you know. Old Richard Sherman is one of your favorite guys, right? So, uh, <laughs> what's your what's your uh, reaction to the whole deal? Just kind of curious. It's, it's it's mostly a wait and see, just because you know, got to see how how healthy the guy can be. Yeah. Um. But 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 I, I'm I'm a fan of the guy. I you know, I've always said that I don't mind the, the trash talking as long as somebody backs it up. I've always felt like he's backed it up. I've thought he's proven that he's a lot more intelligent than the the thug you know BS that people try to label him on. Oh so, sure. Uh, sure. So I, I I you know I I get it from the business standpoint. That's just kind of the nature of the NFL. Quick quick triggers when when guys you know seem to have you know injury bug. 
but but I, I root for him, so I, I certainly think that he can bring. I I, I think and hope, you know, like I said, mostly it's, it's mostly a wait and see for me. But I, I I'm I'm more confident than not that it can be a, a very good attribute for San Fran. Well, I, you know, there's uh, I, I think one of the things that's real is you, you you look for teams and you try to identify teams that you know are trending in the right direction, and uh, you, you don't know how it will play out, but I think. You know, for a guy like Sherman, who's who's been part of a good team, and and I mean, certainly an era defining defense, which the Legion of Boom were. You know, they only got one ring. It's, I mean, they made it to a couple of Super Bowls, but they ultimately only got one ring. So the dynasty that a lot of people thought they might be didn't quite materialize. But still, they had a lot of success. Le- the Legion of Boom was a, a significant piece of the NFL landscape for the past chunk of years. So. For a team like San Francisco, where you have a new coach, you have a new GM, you just, you know, you just signed your franchise quarterback in Garoppolo. You build around that, and you structure your roster around that. And I, you know, we'll see how it shakes out. But you're trying to instill an attitude, and you're trying to change a culture, right, uh, in San Francisco. So, from that perspective, I like it. Is he ever healthy again? Who knows? We'll find out in time. Uh, but I like instilling the attitude uh, and the brashness and somebody that is a high-level competitor and wants to win. You know what I mean? And even better, if he if he can stick it to the Seahawks two times a year, that's a good deal. <laughs> you oh, know, they, they, they stick it to Seattle twice next year. Forty uh, Nine er fans will quickly, you know, yeah, fully embrace him. Yeah, I saw some meme and it made me laugh, and it said uh, the reason they signed Richard Sherman is because he was the best. Uh, Receiver for the 49ers over the past several years, anyway. <laughs> and I laughed. Wow. I was like, that, that's cold, y'all. But uh, I, I kind of, you know, obviously got a chuckle out of that. So uh, that's kind of fun, man. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with it. But I, I get the move. I like the move. I'm not saying I love it, but I get it. I like it. And uh, I like his willingness to bet on himself. Cousins is betting on himself. We'll see, how, we'll see what shakes out with that. I'm not quite on the same page as Todd is with his little thank you note out. Um, I still like how he, you know, attached the Jets and the Vikings in the in his uh, whatever blog post. I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, anywho, I like the fact that Sherman bet on himself. So we'll we'll see if he made the right choice. But I, I like the trend of the 49ers. Uh, in that division, although the, uh, I tell you, teams are gonna have their it, at least on paper. It looks like teams are gonna have, have their hands full with the Rams, dude. Uh, I, yeah. I like I like the Talib trade. Uh, I'm a fan of that. Uh, I don't know how much he has left in the tank, but you know what was it? Mar- Marcus Peters and Aqib Talib. That's a that's a that's a pretty serious tandem. It's volatile. Don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> hope, hopefully, I don't know whose chain you know Talib is gonna be ripping off in practice. Uh, or game time, but <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, volatile, but but I like that. And, you know, um, that's one of those things, man. You go for identity, and sometimes you take players on and you go, you know what, the attitude and the locker room we have here, we're going to work through. Yeah, maybe they, maybe they have some baggage, but we believe we can work through it. And, you know, Philadelphia tackled a lot of stuff with that. They've been willing to roll the dice, and the Rams appear to be willing to roll the dice, and they're going to try to maximize their situation. So uh, I'm a fan of that move, too. So, and he had a nice little thank you note, a little tip of the cap to John Elway for help helping to get the like I think I guess the chapter of the conclusion of his NFL career in a good spot. So, uh, no issue with that. Um, anything else particularly in the NFL catch your uh, catch y'all's eyes? I mean, well, 
we do obviously have the Odell Beckham rando video. I don't know what that really is going to ultimately mean. Uh, it's awkward, and it's kind of weird. I guess, realistically, Mark, I don't know what it really means in the, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, it's not a good look, but is that something... You're a big Beckham, you know, you're a big fan of his. But in that market, in that team, in his position, coming off an of injury, looking for contracts, like, do you, what kind of blowback do you think? I guess I shouldn't use the word blow if there's allegedly <laughs> coke in the video. But, you know, like, what kind of blowback? I mean, seriously, though, what kind of blowback do you think there is? The in- Miami Dolphins coach disagrees <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah, right. Um, and then is, you know, what kind of blowback do you think there's going to be? And then do you think the criticism is warranted? Because there's a lot. I mean, it, you know, when it, when I looked up, I mean, Matt obviously threw a video with Stephen A. Smith in first take, and, and I went to ESPN, and I mean, like, they had a whole side piece, just like this person on it, this person on it. He's an idiot. He's cost himself money. You can't sign him. They should trade him. They should get, you know, all this quick, immediate reaction, which is, is mostly negative. Although, you know, at least Stephen A. Smith was like, if you care about and love this guy, you know, you got to be there. To, you know, what's going on? But I guess just from your perspective, because you're, you're a Giants fan, what kind of blowback do you think there is? Uh, and then is the criticism warranted? So if I'll be totally honest, I, I really haven't even looked into it that much. I really I know nothing more than just kind of like this screenshot or my basic understanding that there's a woman next to him doing cocaine and he's got a you know, marijuana blunt in his hand. Um, first off, allegedly, I, reportedly, I, likely, um, <laughs> I, 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 marijuana should be legal for everybody and for NFL players. So I just, well, I don't view- right. I mean, I, and I agree with you, but the reality is that it's not ask Josh Gordon, you know what I mean? Or any other number of guys, um, as far as substance abuse. I know, but so. I'm just, I, I, I don't crucify any of the players for that cause it's a antiquated, yeah, you know, nonsense it that it's that it's not. And I agree um, with you. I agree with you on that. And and I and I, I I don't know. I just I I feel for anybody in the you know public eye who you know can't do anything. You can question who he's hanging out with, but you know can't do anything without thinking that somebody could be sneaking a recording on them. That's that's a. I think that would be a pretty miserable life to lead. Um. So uh, I I don't know. So I, I guess basically I'm saying I I don't think I'm really in the right place to even say much because I, I haven't read much about it. Uh, they'll handle it how they handle it. Um, I yeah. He, should should you be spending time with people doing cocaine? No, of course not. So I mean I'm not gonna you know defend that. Uh, but I don't know. I I, <laughs> I imagine that uh, and it's it's maybe it's bad to you know worst case scenario kind of things. But um, or or. But to, to like you know, dive into a lot of these athletes' private lives, I'm sure we could find a whole lot of a whole lot of bad activity. <laughs> these people, but I feel like you know, Beckham will just always have a target on him. He might. I mean, I, I think part of the reality is, I mean, the and the video is super brief, and it it does appear to be cocaine. Um, I don't I don't know. I guess he needed to smoke the uh, smoke the blunt before he got to the pizza and the munchies. I don't quite understand who he's trying to tell somebody to have sex with. That part's kind of oddball. But, again, it's this really, like, this little snippet of video. I, I think, in general, the reaction is, you know, put yourself in better positions. And, you know, if you're talking about being paid like a quarterback, I mean, my God, what would we do to a quarterback that was in that kind of a scenario, in that kind of situation? And, you know, it, it spins off in a couple different directions. Number one, I mean, obviously he didn't know that person was recording that. So there's always that kind of predatory angle where it's great. Somebody, you know, all it takes is one ding dong or, or one person or 
whoever to catch a snippet of film or video and you get it out of context and yeah it looks bad of course it does what does it really mean i don't know so i empathize with that component of it where because it's a vi it, it, on some level it's like a violation of privacy that's true uh, and it's a shame. And it, was it Derek? Was it Derek Jeter that used to make people like put their phones in like a basket or something? Like, and or, or his, oh, yeah. his his security staff would be like, be like you can't you can't go hang out with him with your cell phone. Uh, and you know when crap. But, but like, he always gave out gift uh, gift bags uh, when they left. Yeah, there you go. He got gift bags at the end. But it, you know, it's sad to think that you have to do that. I mean, it is in uh, this day and age, dude. I mean, if you if you're a high profile athlete. Dude, you you have to watch your back. I mean, you got like who who was the new New England Patriots receiver where the the lady recorded oh, him Edelman. sleeping. Edelman. Edelman. Yeah. And I she mean, and she got crucified up there, dude. She got blackballed and blacklisted like, from all kinds of stuff. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like let an intimate moment be an intimate moment. Yeah, brag to your friends. That's fine. But yeah, by the I time mean, you start snapping pictures you, and throwing you it up need to on put whatever, put that stuff on social media. Yeah. Like you're not a porn star. Like, come on, <laughs> what? You, I mean, get what, the hell out of here! What do you think she was doing? Bagging the president? Come on, man! I mean, seriously, you're not Stormy Daniels. <laughs> you're not Katie Morgan. Yeah, get out of here. I, you know, I don't know, but I, I do like. Um, not that I'm a big Stephen A. Smith guy, but at least this little this little snippet of it, I thought it was relevant. Again, he was he was coming at it from the angle if you you know care about who he is as a person and a player you know it's kind of taking the next step next step in dealing with this kind of situation and i'll play this only because again i think it's contextually relevant i'm saying what we should all have the courage and love in our hearts to say to him right now if we care if we appreciate his greatness if we truly truly want him to succeed as i do odell beckham jr right now to put yourself in this position has to be the dumbest thing alive you're getting in your own way compromising everything you've busted your tail for all of these years and you better get your act together quick fast and in a hurry because the clock is ticking bro a timetable doesn't exist just on your talents it also exists on how much folks actually continue to care about those talents keep messing around and you'll see folks will make sure of it i can promise you that and some of that's just the you know the 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 brev, you know the brief nature that NFL careers can you know really ultimately be, uh, but I think we know realistically upper echelon and I mean truly upper tier talent, fair or not, have a different kind of different amount of latitude, <clears throat> you know. The Giants are, are they're not going to make Odell Beckham Jr. a sacrificial lamb and cut him to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not going to do that. Uh, but part of the question is, you know, what does that cost him long term? And if you get into a, an unfortunate suspension cycle with the league, obviously that could have a lot of uh, negative outcomes for him and, and for the Giants. And, you know, I, I like him. I, you know, he's fun. Some of his antics are a little bit silly and we laugh about it. But I think most of us realistically enjoy football and enjoy seeing like truly upper tier talent you know, live up to that. And I think part of the concern is just he's too good to get dragged down by, like, off-field stupidity, and you don't want to see that happen to him. Have right. fun, be, but, you know, have fun. Uh, and no one is certainly saying he was doing coke, but if I, that if that is, it's right. It's, you know, it's just, it's a bad look. Whatever that situation actually is, it's a bad look. 
Uh, and and he's better than that. I just wondered, Justin. Yeah. If if the roles are reversed and that's a high profile female athlete, how that's going to look, you know? Oh, it's another how a uh, high profile male dude, young guy with a female, blah, 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 some drugs, blah, 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 blah. But what if the, you know, the roles are reversed. You got like maybe a few years ago, not now anymore, but like a, a Venus Williams or Serena or, uh, um, uh, what's the Russian chick's name, Mark? Sharapova? Maria Sharapova? Yes, Maria Sharapova's in that situation. I don't know. I mean, that, that's tough maybe to say. Maybe one of the soccer players, yeah. you know, the girl that punched everybody out. I mean, oh. I mean Hope, oh, Hope, Hope Solo, Solo. Got, 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 got dragged pretty bad. Yeah, for, she for, did. You know, I mean, she, she did. did. For that. She I did. mean, it just... I don't, I don't just, know. I mean... It, it's a fair. It's a fair question. I mean, I think in general, obviously, the female athletes don't don't get the same uh, I, co- coverage, positive or negative. Um, I mean, I mean, certainly Serena Williams. I'm not saying that she's not, you know, broadcast massively and and deservedly so. I mean, she's you know probably the greatest female athlete of the last. You know, by the way, congrats on your first win postpartum, uh, having a baby. Yeah, man, that's awesome for yeah. her and. Um, I don't want to go too in depth because I know this is a limited podcast we're going to do tonight. But it's just she said. food. Hey, 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 hey. Two, two minute drill, baby. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but you know, just some just some food for thought there. Uh, just you know, kind of just put that in your. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get where you're coming so from, sure. and. I'm glad you didn't say put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, <laughs> hey, look at look at you Mark. Know what, Mark? Look put at, that in your pipe and smoke it, bro. Look at look at, look at Mark. You're in DC. You can do that. That's, Hell that's yeah! Get the fuck out my face with that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. How we doing, baby? Woo, <laughs> Sam. So yeah. far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. Oh. Yes. You like discipline? Stop it. <laughs> But you know, look, if there wasn't a video, nobody would know. And I would, I don't know. That bothers me. Like two adults can't that are consenting. Dude, let that man like, get the munchies and eat that pizza. Can you give that guy a break? Come on. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like this is Monday Night Football. Come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. I think we'd find some we'd find some very dangerous skeletons if you know somehow there. Oh Lord. More 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 cameras on on more players. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah, it's it's I, a, it's a bad luck. I'm not I'm not know. denying that. Yeah, I don't need to know. Like, we don't need to know their personal lives. No, I, I don't think most of us feel that. Like, we have to be. I mean, look. Do you remember when uh, Robert Griffin people were sending him toasters off his wedding registry? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so yeah. goofy. I mean, the, the, and, the, 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 if I can real quick, the main yeah. the main thing I've always harped on for for you know pro athletes is. Look, you got as we were talking about a limited window, a limited window of time to be this 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 star athlete. Yep. Um. The main the main thing that I would say that, that frustrates me about a situation like this is, um, you think back to, you know, Pac Man Jones and people like that. The ra- the way the reason that he was an idiot and and certainly not the only one, but he did it all in public. You yeah. You go out to these strip clubs and you do idiotic things. Yeah. I say the money you've got. You bring it to your home. You, yeah, you, you dude. got a, likely a mansion. Bring the party to your home. Do everything at home. Stay out of the spotlights. And so, for me, well, yes, if you know, I, I'm not condoning illegal things. We've already had this discussion about you know, pot and legalization. 
but but nonetheless, he's he's in the privacy of a home or a hotel room or whatever. Somewhere like that 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 sucks. I mean that that sucks. If he was if he was out in a club doing this kind of nonsense, then I'd be like, you know what? He 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 effed up royally, and he's gonna have to take whatever whatever he gets. But um, it's just. He, to me, when when you're doing something out of the spotlight, this is, which is entirely what I, I've always, right. always argued to everybody, give right. me give me like a quarter of the money that some of these guys make. Tell me like for ten years, I gotta just you know I can't go to the strip clubs, I can't go to the clubs, I gotta you know stay out of the limelight like that. Uh, okay, again, I can bring it to my own home. <laughs> I've got pools, I got you know anything you can imagine. Just 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 don't be an idiot and go on public and do these nonsensical yeah. things. Yeah, no, uh, Pac-Man Jones. Wasn't he the Make It Rain guy? Wasn't that Pac-Man? Rain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. So, uh, you know, again, and it's one of those things where, you know, it's kind of a gotcha thing because you can criticize them for what's there. But I think it's reasonable to say, should that video even exist and be out in the public realm? You know what I mean? Again, I, I look at it as kind of a violation of, you know, on some level, that's a privacy issue. And it's just a shame that, you know, the people that he's with did that to him. I'm not saying he's in the right. I mean, and again, I don't care. I don't, I do not give a crap if that guy's going medicinal with some marijuana uh, for, you know, injury recovery or just relaxation. I don't care. I think the NFL needs to you know, treat it more like the NBA does. Get out of it. Leave it alone. You know, what we it, do care about is if he has it and he's not sharing. Yeah, sharing is caring, right? Puff, puff, pass. Sharing is that is what is, is that what he tells puff, Eli? Puff, puff, pass, brother. <laughs> Woo! Um, I, you know, I, I, again, and it's not to justify what he's doing, but I, I mean, this this is really one of these things where it, it branches into you know different pieces of the conversation, and part of it is I hope that he doesn't cost himself you know playtime and career issues, but you know from that you know people like to joke around about that organization and the pull that the Giants have with the league offices. I'm not saying that that's the case but people do like to assert that but I, I just I don't want to see something like that cost him uh, even though I disagree with the league's drug policies I, I just you know let those guys if they need to wake and bake to deal with concussions and body soreness and all that other stuff do go for it uh, yeah. now cocaine and those other things is. yeah I mean, I mean you, you and you and I have talked about it. I mean there's yeah. you know, there's there's C, C, CBD you know not non uh, non yes. non cannabinoid yeah. you know uh, marijuana that's, yeah. that's great for pain and anxiety and things like that that I'm pretty sure is still considered illegal by the NFL which is, yeah. is insane yeah um, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's it's available over the counter and you know it's it's um, it's still weed but there's there's no hallucinogen yeah um, and so you know it's it's uh, it's, it's a damn shame and um, you know I, I think we all probably appreciate the nature of you know celebrities and athletes that can be more social with everybody these days with, with sure. social media. I think it's a, it's a great thing. It's a very cool thing. But if, if more and more of these things keep happening where they, they start feeling like the walls are closing in and around them, that's just going to suck. And it's just going to make them make more celebrities and athletes feel like they got to pull, pull in, you know, closer and closer to the, mm-hmm. and, 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 and not, you know, I, I don't know. That's uh, really tough to do. I recognize with you know the convenience and ease of access to cameras and the tiniest little places, but um, yeah, it's not a great scenario. No, it's it's not. It's not. And you know, I, I think that for certain stars, uh, you know, it's like looking at Gronk out acting the fool on the dance floor. You know, there's some some things that are just kind of fun with some of the guys where, where you open up and you get a sense for their personality and some of the fun things they do and. 
it's not all about football. I mean, at the end of the day, they're a football player. But, you know, part of what sells Gronk is his persona. You know what I mean? And that's part of the thing with Beckham, too. He's very visible. At, he's, that's a big personality. You know, and that's part of his identity, what makes him so marketable and what draws people to him. So you want to accentuate that. And obviously, from a marketing standpoint, you want to be able to bank on that. Um, and, and again, it's just this is a multifaceted piece. I'm not saying he's in the clear, but it's just unfortunate that that kind of sets itself up where anybody that's hanging out with them and they're going to have to like do a body scan and make sure they don't have a camera on them. You know, it's just it's just too bad because you lose some of that spontaneity and some of that just that fun moments that you wouldn't normally get to see with some of these guys. Uh, and that I think is too bad. That I think is right. too bad. Uh, anyway, that's probably that's probably enough on that, I would think. Um, yeah. A couple other random things, and we'll just bounce back to brackets, tie up, wrap up, and get out of here. Um, I like the Browns' aggressiveness. I don't know if it'll pay off for them. I don't, <laughs> but I like their aggressiveness. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, by the, way, will, by the way, will be the Browns' 29th starting quarterback since 1999. That if they if they don't draft another one in the first round, oh, they will. But I mean, Tyrod Taylor would be your bridge guy. You're not going to bring in one of the. You're not going to draft somebody and all likely didn't start him out of the gate. I wouldn't think. I mean, the great thing for them is they have latitude. You know, they have they have they have great flexibility. If they want to go Saquon Barkley, they can. If they want to draft whoever they want from a quarterback standpoint out of the gate, they can. If they want to trade and move around, they can. They leverage some of their assets in their salary cap room. Um, Jarvis Landry, I know, uh, he had, had just acquired Jarvis Landry in like a, a fantasy football. He had just acquired him in like a dynasty league and he was like, oh man, <laughs> <Why> <laughs> now he ends up in Cleveland. Cause you know, the guy was sucking up balls. Like, uh, there was no tomorrow, man. Whoa, and, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, hey, now. hey now, you're an all-star. Uh, and who knows what the, what he's going to be like, uh, in Cleveland. So, but it, you know, again, at the end of the day, I like the aggressiveness from Cleveland. That's essentially, it doesn't mean it's going to work out, but that's a team that has, has really sucked. So, uh, it's nice to see, you know hey. what, uh, the, the, Hey, we're giving us a sound bite. In my, what, in my opinion, that sucked. Balls. You want ball? <laughs> Shannon does want balls. You said balls. Look, Shannon. So, uh, earlier tonight, both called you out on that. I know. I know. You said Balls. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> All right, old Dale. Right. Chill out. <laughs> Great ass. <laughs> tell me how my ass tastes. Did you want to tell you that? <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> there you go. Does that make you feel better? I, that last one did. <laughs> Get some facts and come back and see. That's right. So, well, hey, that's I, I was I was wondering do you do you, do you want to give uh do you want to give the Browns Pryor back? I would if if I could if I could ship Terrell Pryor back to the Browns I totally would. He would do that. Yeah, yeah, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Terrell Pryor would ship his ass back to Cleveland. Hell yeah! Hell Cheer. yeah! Now, wasn't there a move the Browns made that also upset Matt? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, because they they uh, yeah, oh yeah, because. 
Because Deshaun Kaiser ends up going to uh, Green Bay, which is odd in its own little way. Uh, but hey, man, look, they got to worry about uh, you know Aaron Rodgers' collarbone over there, man. They need a better backup quarterback than they got. I don't know if they got him, but he was. I don't. He wasn't pissed about Kaiser per se. He was pissed about um, whoever they traded. I can't remember off the top of my head. Was it a cornerback? Was it a second? Yeah, somebody decent. I think. Yeah, he was. He was pissed about that. That's what he was really bent about. Oh, I know. And that that was uh, honestly that was really funny. He blew. <laughs> he blew up. He blew up in the sports group chat. <laughs> ah, hate, 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 rage, rage, rage. But pff, whatever. <laughs> Each field. Yeah. Look, they because that defense was so awesome last year, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but uh, no, he he was pissed. I, I I can't remember the guy's name um, that they moved for him. But uh, yeah, Matt was totally bent. But um, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe Kaiser will benefit from being behind, you know, carrying the clipboard, being behind Rodgers for a little bit. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but, again, I just like the aggressiveness out of Cleveland, man. Go for it. Swing for defenses. Why not? I mean, they can't – I mean, can they really get worse? You you can't no. do any worse than 0-16. No. I mean, so. they at, at this point, you no, know – Go for it. Just just do it live. Yeah. I mean, you can't just keep stockpiling assets. I mean, I guess you could, but you might as well do something with it. Anyway, yeah, let's do it live. They're gonna F it. Yeah, they're gonna do it live, uh, McGuffin. I'm not. I'm not sure how well that. I'm not sure how well that soundbite fits. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Well back, that, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can't do it. Can't we'll do, do it. it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> I still love that soundbite. It really is fantastic. It, it's it, it's it's a, it's it's a keeper. It's a keeper. And I guess to, I, we'll tie up. We need to tie up NFL stuff and get the hell on. Todd, I I appreciate your sentiment and being grateful for Kirk Cousins, but I don't know how any look. I'm not f- going full Baldwin. Okay, never go full Baldwin. Okay, no. don't don't do, do it. Don't don't do it. Uh, and I wish him well, but I still think it's funny. You know, it, it just it. I don't. You can't. You know, he's trying to, like, what is it, the old butter your biscuits kind of deal? Uh, I just, I don't know, man. There's a part of me that uh, wishes him well, and I thank him for his time, and I think the organization screwed the pooch. But, dude, can you just say you're, you know, you're just trying to get paid, bro? It's it's okay. <laughs> you wanted out of D.C. You weren't happy. It's okay that you weren't happy. Little, little CYA. Come yeah. your ass. I just feel like he's blowing. I mean, there is no way I would be where I am today without the leadership of the Redskins. That's a, your first clue that he's shoveling shit at you. Without the leadership of the Redskins organization, Coach Gruden, Bruce Allen, Dan Snyder, thank you all for the opportunity you gave me. When Cooper, that's his son, someday asks, Hey, Dad, what was it like playing for the Redskins? I'll proudly tell him it was a dream come true. That I got the hell out of there, right? Like it's like yeah. he, it's like he, it's like he left off a part of that lot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just it just feels weird. It feels weird. And again, I, I don't wish the guy any ill will. I think they did they did him wrong. But I mean, it, eh. this is kind of like the end of an era, dude. Because like our first podcast that you that you and I did by mm-hmm. ourselves, we we talked about RG three, Andrew Luck, and the Redskins drafting Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And we talked about him being the insurance yep. to Robert Griffin the third. Yep. If you know that the the first card blew out, we had the insurance in Kirk Cousins. 
And, you know, people were crushing that move, but you and I were like, no, 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 no. you you got to like that move. And we 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 called that correctly. We, we, we called did. that correctly we because, did. you know, RG3 flamed out. Kirk Cousins was there. He was solid. Maybe maybe not spectacular, but solid, <laughs> you know. He had good I mean, he had good numbers. He 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 at least had good stats. Right. right. But but you know what, they didn't win enough and they didn't get enough done in, in tough games and he's gotta own some of that. He probably doesn't have to own all of it, but he's gotta own some of it. Right. But we'll see. You don't normally see quarterbacks like him in free agency. No. You don't. Not, not coming off the season he's no, had. You don't. So but if your team's not going to commit to you, then by God, go see what you're worth on the free market. Well, he is. He is. He, again, that's we, absolutely we, what he's. Yeah. No. He he leverages opportunities. He's going to maximize it. Um, we'll see. That, you know, I I'm just kind of curious how it plays. At this point, I'm just curious how it plays out. My point is just with that letter, farewell letter. I just I'd like to think that's all genuine and and be as grateful as Todd. I just don't know that I quite feel that way about it. Um, again, I don't wish him any ill will, but and I think the, I think the organization screwed the pooch a little bit. But let's not let's not act like you know <laughs> you weren't a hard ass about the about some money. <laughs> let's not pretend. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm saying. Let's just not pretend. Let's, let's not do a BS round. Yeah, let's be I mean, real. We all know he was after some money. Don't yeah. don't get us wrong. He's, he's after some moolah. That, all right, let's let's knock out just a, a real quick little oversight with a little bit of bracket fun. And um, I did tell you I had some fun factoids about Tony Bennett and UVA. Um, okay. And we talked about, uh, of course, UVA is the number one seed, and I think that's well earned. I think that's certainly deserved. Um, you can certainly make you, you know. I, I think all the ones. I don't know how much you can really complain about the one seeds. But it's good to see UVA get a little gloss and be the number one, you know, the the true one of the tournament. Uh, we'll see if they can live up to that. But like rando fun factoid, did you know that Tony Bennett played in the NBA? I had no idea. Me either. He actually he was a teammate of Muggsy Bogues. And Charlotte? Yeah. Wow. Three seasons was a teammate with the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. I don't know. It's amazing to me that I didn't realize that. Because, I mean, we're, we're in Virginia, obviously, and we joke around about Tony Bennett the singer and Tony Bennett the coach, and I, I did not realize he actually had a brief, albeit, again, brief career in the NBA. It's not like he played a ton of games. He had some um, injury issues and problems with his you know back and feet and some other stuff. But it's just kind of like... Interesting. But anyway, Muggsy Bogues was talking about really Tony Bennett as a head coach for the Cavs and the thing, the qualities that he had as a player that he can see uh, manifesting in his the way he's built that team and the way that team buys into things. Uh, I said, quote, I see the defense, the discipline that his players always continue to show. I see the imprint that Tony Bennett's having on the program and how these guys are responding to him. And that, that, that's kind of a cool little rando piece of trivia. That's awesome, yeah. dude. That, that's a great find yeah. by you, by the way. Kudos. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> no, seriously, kudos, dude. I'd like, I like I I never saw that. I didn't hear about that. 
that's phenomenal. Yeah, well, again, I mean, it's not like he had like mad stats. <laughs> I don't think he was in our edition of NBA Jam, Mark. Unlike, <laughs> 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 unlikely. Unlike, yeah, unlikely, unlikely. Could so. you imagine the the addition of Tony Bennett and Mugs, Mugsy Bogues? Yeah, that would have been pretty sweet, dude. That would have been pretty sweet. I mean, they would get blocked every single time trying to go for a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like this. A big night for the quiet, speaking of Bennett, a big night for the quiet Wisconsin kid consisted of flexing his muscles to the delight of teammates who swore he looked like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Or, one time, shyly swiveling his hips as he sang an Elvis Presley hit during a team-building exercise. <laughs> it's, like, so random. Like, I'm trying to imagine him doing that. It's just bizarre. Just bizarre. But, uh, anyway, what they really talked about of that was uh, the influence of his father, Dick Bennett. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and obviously, in his background as a head coach. And then picking up... It was really about the pack line defense and about how he approached the game and how he played and instilling that attitude and those things into his program. And so the spillover of that, and I thought this was an interesting parallel. Uh, maybe it's a little bit of a stretch, or a little bit of a reach, but that's okay. Again, it, it's just things that I thought were kind of fascinating. And this was uh, one article in The Ringer, and they were talking about, you know, under Tony Bennett, the way that the Cavaliers have built their program. And it said, quote, they forged a culture that perpetuates success regardless of the individuals on the floor like college basketball's version of the San Antonio Spurs. They're tough and deep and efficient. Among the favorites to win a national championship in April, here's the, here's the line, are they boring? <laughs> you know? And so they, they get into all that. But one of the things I like about it, this was from uh, UVA guard Ty Jerome, he said, quote, we are everything that college basketball is supposed to be about. All of our guys have completely bought in. We're focused on the now. We're not worried about the next level, at least not at the moment. This is basketball in its purest form. And, I, you know, that's one of the things that's fascinating about March Madness, the one and dones, you know, the stuff with Kentucky, the stuff with Duke, you know, because programs can be built different ways. You know what I mean? And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but UVA wasn't even ranked at all coming into the season, right? Nope. So, you know, and to think of what they built and what they've, what they've accomplished over the duration of the season, it's really an impressive thing. And that's a reflection of the program. It's a reflection of uh, Tony Bennett, the head coach, and it's a reflection for those players. And they deserve kudos to that. So I think that's a well-earned, well-deserved one. What they do with it is a different matter. And they'll settle that on the court. Um, they'll settle that on the court for sure. Uh, it'd be nice to see uh, UVA... Uh, make a push to get to the Final Four and, uh, quite frankly, get that monkey off of their back. Do you want to you dibble and dabble in a bracket in brackets for a minute? Yeah, let's go for okay. it. Okay. So, South Region, of course, that's where Virginia is, and, and they're the one. Uh, that also happens to be where uh, your boys, uh, you know, Kentucky are hanging out, right? <laughs> so, um just out of curiosity, uh, anything, what stands out in the, in, you know, in the South to you? What are you looking for? I mean, you have some fan, you know, rooting for, obviously, Kentucky. And I'm going to try not to captain's curse UVA. <laughs> I'll, I'll try not to. No promises, though. No promises. Well, look, I, I, I like Virginia to get to the Sweet 16 pretty easily. University of Maryland, Baltimore County, I, yeah, that's just that's just not going to be a, a match for them. Creighton and Kansas State, I, I, they may give them problems for a half. Yeah, but in Virginia, they're just so good that they'll 
they'll overcome. Especially uh, the second game of those weekends. Yeah. You only have so many hours to prepare for a team, oh, the, so it's not always going to be easy to uh, overcome. Right. And, but I, I, I think that that mentality on defense, that travels. And that will carry the day for Virginia to get to a Sweet 16. No issue. Now, Kentucky, that's a different story. Uh, they're right there in the same division with uh, Virginia. Sure. Uh, Kentucky's got to get by Davidson first. And that is no cakewalk. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Davidson coach has got over 550 wins. So, uh, Bob McKillop. You know, he's got those guys rolling right now, and uh, they won the 810 tourney. They upset Rhode Island, they yep. upset St. Bonaventure in the semifinals, got Rhode Island in the championship game. So, you know, you cannot overlook Davidson, mm-hmm. you just can't. You know, that's where Steph Curry went to school. You know, he, he was pretty hyped when they won that 810 championship. Oh, he has to be, dude. He has to be. I mean that the the video of him going crazy after they won the ATN championship was pretty cool, and, and oh by the way, if Kentucky yeah. beats Davidson, they get the winner of Arizona Buffalo, and Arizona has perhaps the number one pick in the NBA draft coming up. So, <laughs> you know it's it's never easy, right? I do like a Virginia Kentucky matchup in the Sweet Sixteen. I do like Virginia to win that game, but let's go down to bracket. I do like my uh, Loyola Chicago to beat Miami. Oh, look at you! Are you you gonna run? go ahead? I like I like that eleven over to six. So if anybody out there, you know, thinking okay, who who, who am I gonna pick to upset Loyola Chicago? And I like chalk the rest of the way: Tennessee, Nevada, Cincinnati. I love Shaka Smart. I do. I just I just don't know if Mo Bamba is going to be healthy against that Nevada matchup, and Nevada's just on fire right now. So I uh, thought I read a stat like uh, where Texas had like scheduled nineteen. They've played nineteen teams in the tournament, and it, it, it's like Shaka it, did not mess around yeah, this year, and it's like one of the highest. And again, I wish I had it in front of me, but it's like one of the highest numbers well, you know, of any team in the country. To, to have played like 19, and I might be off about the number, but it's a significant number, and it's double No, digits. you're, you're and right. I think it's 19. And, and here, like, Here's the thing. Yeah. Like, Texas lost the guard, one of their main guards, because he has leukemia. You know, he's going That's through crazy. those treatments right now. And yeah. Mo Bamba, who's like a top five, top ten pick in the draft, uh, is iffy because of an injury. So, you know, it's just it's just one of those things, like, if those guys were healthy, yeah, I would like Texas. But you know, since unfortunately the kid's name escapes me at the moment, but you know he, you got a kid with leukemia, and then Mo Bamba, who's your top ten draft mm-hmm. lottery pick, who is iffy. I, I gotta take Nevada, and Nevada's hot. I mean, Nevada's no joke. So well, again. <laughs> It's a I great mean, thing, man. Regardless Settle of on if the court, those guys baby. are healthy or not, Nevada, the Nevada's no joke. So you you can't take take them for granted. So yeah. that's you know a quick 
overview of the South. I'm not going to go into any more detail. You know, we're we're limited on time. If you yeah, man, we got to roll, guys. It's cool, dude. It's cool. It's cool. Anybody want to call the shots for who's coming out of the South? I'm going to go ahead and go with UVA again. My you know my wife's from Charlottesville, so if I'm not pulling for Duke, I guess I'm going to go ahead and pull for the I Cavs. Got- I got UVA Ugh. coming out of there as well. I just, I, I think it's their year. I, I really do. I think it's their year. Oh, I really do. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you, Mark. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Uh, what do you think the likelihood is that UVA somehow holds some team in the tournament to like single digits and a half? <laughs> uh, it could happen. Oh, it could absolutely happen. I would say first round would probably be your best bet, man. You, you would yep. Think. So, like, because they held Clemson to 13 points in the second half at one point this year. They held Pittsburgh to seven. And I know Pittsburgh's garbage. We understand that. But seven. Pittsburgh had seven points in the first half against UVA, dude. Uh, you know, UVA has given up 52.1 points per game. It's the best in the country. They're allowing teams to shoot 37.5% from the field, which ranks third. And, uh, obviously, you know, the analysis isn't the be-all, end-all of things. Uh, matchups Just- really dictate a lot of this. But understand... You know, uh, and this is just interesting, and it's part of a piece about this team. And I love this line from The Ringer. According to the adjusted defensive efficiency stats measured by Ken Palm, this year's Virginia team has the best defense of any team since the 2001-2002 season, which is as far back as their data goes. It's not just the best defense in the country. It's one of the best in the recent history of the sport. Now, that's a bold line. It's a bold statement, but... You know, it goes to show you, A, if defense travels and people have an issue getting around their pack line defense, it's going to keep them in games. The question for me with UVA is always, can you actually put points on the board when you have to have them? (laughs) And that's a different issue. I will check real quick, Justin, but I believe I saw a stat the other day Uh that Virginia has not given up 70 in a game all year. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Yeah, I wouldn't be shot. Somebody could probably just run through and take a peek at it, but... I'm you know. going to take a peek right now, but I don't think they've given up 70 in a game the entire year. Let's see if I can. I, I had one thing that I saw that really cracked me up, and I'm going to see if I can find uh, find it real quick because it, it was awesome. Oh, here it is. Uh, this was uh, one article in CBS Sports, and this guy said, I morbidly would love a Virginia-Cincinnati regional final in the South. It could be a 48-45 to finish. Horrendous. Oh, yeah. It said, horrendously captivating. I was like, what a great descriptor. Pretty much. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But, uh, yeah. So I'm pulling for UVA. I'm pulling for UVA. Uh, they have not given up 70 points oh at God. all this That's year. That's a beast. That's insane. That's a beast. In college basketball. That's a beast, buddy. So when your defense is not giving up 70 the entire year, that that That's insane. All right, guys, we're at about 80, so let's go ahead and just kind of power through and shut let's this down. Do yeah, I'd like to get okay. uh, you know, maybe, maybe 10, 10, and, 10 and through because uh, you know, I don't want to go too long on this. It's just, a, you know, just what I'm sorry. I mean, if we do, we do, but I, I want to power through because we only talked about the South. <laughs> uh, Mark, did you want to call your shot for uh, – as a matter of fact, you know, if you want to call your shots for all the, all the regions, certainly feel free to, to do so. 
Um, or if you need to ripcord out, that's okay too. That's up to you. Oh, no, I, I, I can give you some uh, uh, quick, quick. Uh, <coughs> yeah. So, because I mean, I, just, I haven't have another brag yet. I, tomorrow is probably my day to, to, to dive into it. But oh, yeah, uh, I sure. would say s- s- Deep south, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on, on UVA. I just, I, 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 I got to watch the whole. I watched some of them throughout the season, but watched the whole game against UNC, and there's going to be a really tough team that you you have to play their pace. I mean, they're, they're not going to let you speed them up. And, and, you know, when they play their style of basketball, uh, they're not the prettiest offensive team, but they, they, they do enough, and they're just so scary good on defense. They're so efficient. Yeah. They don't make mistakes. And so, I mean, they're, they're you know, it's going to be interesting when they meet up with some teams that are the, the super high-scoring kind of teams because, I mean, you know, they, they still got to figure out a way to put the ball in the basket, in the, uh, the ball in the basket but – yeah, I, I definitely like them to come out of the South, and I, I'm, I'm rooting for them. Outside of Duke, you know, absolutely, I'd be rooting the hardest for them. So, so oh, um, by the way, uh, one of the uh, <laughs> one of the kids where I work was like, um, she's like, is Duke playing UVA? And I'm like, only if they meet in the national championship game. And I said, you know what? I'd be good with that. <laughs> I was like, that'd be great. <laughs> Honestly, in one of my pools, I have that national championship. Yeah, which which is plausible, which is plausible. It's very um, plausible. And look, looking at the Midwest, uh, obviously we were just mentioning Duke, so we might as well go ahead and and uh, look at the Midwest for a second. Look, man, Kansas, Duke, Michigan State, some there's some good teams floating around in here. But Mark, oh, in Rhode Island, obviously, probably a little bit underrated coming out of the A10. But when you when you look at the Midwest, how how confident do you feel about? you know, Duke in this particular region and just where they're at right now. That good. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Duke, Duke is, Duke is always a, or of late. I mean, it's, it's always tough for me to, to separate, you know, fandom from, fandom. from, uh, yeah. from, from reality because they're, there's, they're so ridiculously skilled, but they're so young. So, you know, I, I feel like of late I've let myself usually get too optimistic <laughs> And and set myself up for for a pretty big uh, letdown, but uh, I mean skill wise, they're they're just they're they're the most talented team in the in the in the, in the tournament. I mean, oh, the, the, I don't I don't really think they can legit. be debated. Yeah, the upside is legit. Um, that said, I certainly would like them. I mean, I, I think I think I, I'm setting aside the the the, the fan cap to, to say that I, I like them to come out of the. To, to come out of the conference, uh, come out of the division. So, yeah. So, like, one of the things that's kind of neat about this is this is one of those where, like, I don't know, man, you, you could get some really cool games, right? Whether you're talking about Oklahoma in the second round or Michigan State. Obviously, there's a history with Duke and Michigan State. Uh, and then certainly Kansas. So, you, you could have a nice succession of games that are super attractive uh, I'm not saying it's going to go that way, and obviously I'm pulling for Duke, but you could set up with some really, really quality games, man. Uh, and and again, that's what makes the tournament fun. That's what we enjoy about that. But uh, Kansas, you know, Will McCollum would love that. Uh, by the way, I, I do. I, I think one of the trendy one of the trendy picks might be Charleston over Auburn. I've heard a whole bunch of people reference that. Uh, I've- I kind of like that one. Yeah. Auburn is struggling. They lost a guy down the stretch for the season. Yeah. That that is prime time upset material right there. Yeah. But unfortunately, they, sometimes they, when it gets too trendy, you go ah. Uh, but a lot of people are on that one, dude. 
I will give you another one. I, yeah. I like um, I like Rhode Island. Obviously, over Oklahoma. I, I just don't think uh, old Trey's going to live up to the billing. I, I think Oklahoma should not have even been in the tournament, to I was, be honest with you. I was you. actually getting ready to say, does anybody have any beef with Oklahoma getting in? I do. I, I You know, you could have gone USC, St. Mary's, or Oklahoma State over Oklahoma. I, I think the whole Trey Lyles Trey Young. Uh, love story with just having a great player in the tournament uh, overran. I mean, Oklahoma State beat Kansas twice and beat Oklahoma twice. And one at West Virginia. Yeah. Oklahoma, look, here's part of the grievance. Oklahoma has won two games since February 1st. They've lost eight eight of their last ten games. Why the hell are they in a tournament? There's no risk for them in a tournament. Well, there is. Two words. Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young. Trey Young. I mean, come on. I mean, St. Mary's could have been in there. USC, who finished second in the Pac-12, could have been in there. I mean, any one of those three teams, I think, would have been better than Oklahoma. Just because you got one young player who's got the spotlight on him. Listen, (laughs) people are going to tune in to these games regardless of who's in them. Um, The fact that the committee needed to... Look, I I, just, I don't look, get it, dude. Then, I, I I just don't get it. Rhode Island, I honestly hope steamrolls Oklahoma. Wouldn't that be a hoot? Look, and I don't even like Rhode Island, and I hope they steamroll them. Wrong Rams, man. Wrong Rams. Uh, <laughs> I know. Look, I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. I, I was going to say for you, for you, Kevin. I think one of my favorite things that I've uh, just a, a random. I don't know who it was, but a, a tweet that's gotten some attention. I think. Uh, about the tournament is mm-hmm. uh, well, I, I'll, I'll give the ending first. So that they 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 caption it, or I don't know if you call it captioning it, but they've got the video from with uh, uh, Alfred from Batman saying, you know, some people just want to watch the world burn. But the the tweet itself is somebody saying, you know, honestly, I just want to see Duke win the win the championship by one, uh, thanks to a, a Grace Nolan trip that doesn't get called, just to see the reaction. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh Lord! That's pretty, that's pretty well done. I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But look, if they're going to call that lame-ass hip check, they're not going to let Grayson Allen get away for, with anything, dude. Come on, dude, man. If, if Grayson Allen breathes wrong, he's going to be called for a foul. Come on now. Dude, if, if Grayson Allen, all he's got to do is just kind of fart at somebody and they're going to foul him. You know what I mean? Flagrant, flagrant foul. One sharding moment, Grayson Allen edition. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Duke fan, but I mean, I, it was weird. The hip check was it, weird. It was I don't weird. Understand, I don't understand what he was doing. But I, I, I mean, will look, Grayson look. Allen ever break free of this stuff? I mean, come on. Sh- some, Shannon, is that Belgian quad there. still getting to you? <laughs> I'm just trying to get all these in before we got to roll, dude. I know, I know. You're trying so hard, man. You're trying so hard, dude. So, uh, by the way, side note, side note. Uh, uh, let me read you these t- uh, couple of tweets real quick about Trey Young. I love some of the some of the blowback from this one. Uh, one was um, from Andy Glockner, and he said, "I wish they would just overtly come out and say, look, this is TV. We're not keeping Trey Young out.'" Instead of annually making up arbitrary crap about mid-majors, that's neither consistent nor true in most cases. 
I would like yeah. Bruce Rasmussen, Rasmussen, whoever the dude's name is, to list the non-conference opponents who offered to play St. Mary's this season who the Gales declined. I like that one because that was, that was strong. It's like, yeah, man, why are you effing these guys? Uh, they but, played strong non-conference, by the way. But this one in particular I liked. If Trey Young is such a draw that it forced the committee to put the biggest underachieving team in the tourney, put OU in the NIT. Someone might have actually watched that tournament then. Hashtag farce. <laughs> I was like, yep, there you go. There you go, man. Good good stuff, dude. Oh, what a mess. Let me see if I can bounce back. Where were we going? I forgot. I was Maybe we can shake it off at this point. I don't oh, know. Oh, you're trying to cram everything in. Oh, yeah, now I remember where I was going. So pre-podcast, I was, hey, yeah, yo. Hey, yo. Uh, so I was telling <laughs> Shannon that uh, I was planking last night, right? It, it, you know. I was like, ah, Sarah, you know, she was talking about Plank and somebody was challenging her or talking about it. And so we were watching This Is Us. Mark, are you caught up on This Is Us yet or are you still behind? I'm still behind. Okay. All right. Cool. That's fine. So uh, anyway, so I was, you know, talking to Shannon pre-podcast. I was like, yeah, man, you know, doing this planking thing. So like every commercial break, we would just drop down and just plank. Um, and Sarah, of course, looks at me like, Justin, it's 930. Why are we planking at 930 at night? We're trying to relax, man. And I'm like... Why not? We got to do it sometime, man. Let's go. <laughs> and so, um, hey, yo. I was all, yeah, that's right. So I was all about it. So now I like, do it at some point. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. So now, Ooh. you know, obviously after all those commercial breaks, <laughs> you know, I can feel it a little bit today. It worked my app, my abs pretty well. So Shannon's like, Hey man, if you're going to plank, let me know. I'll plank with you. And so in my head, I'm just like, what is this? Like big plank, little plank, you know, <laughs> T plank, like, <laughs> What what is this gonna? I'm walking the plank. What is this turning into, man? I just wasn't, just wasn't sure. Just wasn't sure, man. Full of chips and salsa involved. Let me turn big stink, little stink. Hey, by the way, just yeah. so you guys know, for Lent, I am I have given up chips and salsa. What? For for Lent. Well, I can tell you, you haven't given up beer. Oh God. <laughs> By the way, uh, by, uh, and we cannot forget this. Lindy, happy birthday, dude. Yes. Salute, dude, salute. Happy birthday, brother. Salute. Happy, is, I guess it was his 40th, right? You're old, Cheers. fucker. How about that? Cheers. <laughs> happy birthday, Lindy. <laughs> happy birthday, Lindy. Hope you have a good uh, so. hope, hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. Salute. Oh, <laughs> Too soon, Mark. Too soon. <laughs> Ruthless. Damn. Ruthless. And they finally released the, the, you know, the image of Tom Brady's that cut on his hand. And that thing was gnarly looking. Brutal, dude. Woo. More props to that dude for playing through that shit. Yeah, man. If only, if only their defense had uh, stepped up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, man, that looked nasty. Ugh. Anywho, he could have been an extra in this last episode of This Is Us, and that won't make any sense to anybody that hasn't watched it yet. But that's okay. <laughs> um, that's all right. Are you sure? Are you sure his, his his piss aunt little daughter didn't do it to him? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, look, don't go there. Don't go there with me. I'm gonna get kicked off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> look at y'all, man. Hell yeah. Trouble. Trouble, trouble. Don't go there. Don't Don't go there. Don't go there with me. Y'all are a mess, man. What was Alan Iverson's mom or his mother-in-law who said that? 
Uh, oh, that, yeah, that's that's like a random ass old soundbite. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but uh, it could have been. It could have been. All right, so do we want to go the other two brackets, or are we good? By the way, I I think I really like the uh, potential setup for Duke and Villanova. I think that's a a pretty setup. not saying it's going to happen. not saying it's going to happen, but uh, let's go and take a quick peek at the east, obviously where Villanova is. And um, I'm intrigued by Purdue. I don't know if Virginia Tech has – they're so unpredictable. They could totally just blow ass right on out of there. Maybe they can make a little bit of a run. Um, but to me, I look at it and I just kind of like Villanova's deal. Obviously Butler's always kind of interesting in the tournament, uh, at least recently, like Butler and Gonzaga, right? There's like two of those teams that like rando people and Wichita state, you got Wichita state and Butler in this region, man. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, like I, I like Virginia tech to win a game. They're not getting past Villanova. West Virginia, Wichita State, holy crap, what a second-round game. Yeah. I like St. Bonaventure, actually, to get to the Sweet 16. Do you? I like them to beat UCLA. I like them to beat Florida. Mm -hmm. And I like them to beat Texas Tech. So I think they'll go on a VCU-esque run, but I think that'll end once they play Purdue. Uh, Purdue... Uh, for me, in this region, it's Purdue Villanova. That's that's going to be a fun, that's a fun, fun, fun game if yeah. that happens. I, I have seen some people take Florida as a sleeper. It just sounds like that's like a, you know if, if they're, it's a streaky ass team and they could totally catch fire and roll. And Florida be- last five times they've been in the tournament have gotten to the elite eight. Mm-hmm. That that's a stat for you. Um, I just don't think that this Florida team can do that. Yeah. I I'm just, yeah, I think St. Bonaventure will get them. Watch St. Bonaventure lose to UCLA and make me look like an idiot. But, hey, man, it happened. Hey, whatever. The brackets always make somebody look like a dummy. Might as well be you. The brackets and the beer always make you look like an idiot. Who cares? No, the beer's good uh, at that. <laughs> beer's good at that. But anyway, look, at the end of the day, man, I, I know it's lame. Maybe it's chalk, but... Uh, I like Nova. Mylene's Nova, yeah, yeah. yeah Mark, like where Nova, are you at? Dude, in that in that ch- in that uh, Elite Eight game, yeah. So I'm hoping that happens at the end. Um, and we need to go west, right? West, but I wanted Mark to. Are you on the Nova train, or you want to go somewhere else, dude? I'm not. Screw you, McGuffin. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I be that way. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I'm not. I'm not Playoffs. really feeling uh, Playoffs? right now. You kidding me? I mean, they're Playoffs? extremely, extremely skilled team. But uh, I, oh I'm going to go uh, again. I haven't even done my brackets. This, this is very likely to change. But for, for right now, for right now, I'm going to go Michigan State. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Huh. huh. Never, never doubt the is come tournament tournament time. Uh, I just think they can always surprise some people, and uh, so. Um, and another team I, I, I like there. I, I'm not saying I like that. I think they can go all the way, but I, I like Houston. I like Houston a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. They're they're a surprisingly good uh, uh, high scoring team. Kind of a fun team to watch. So uh, see uh, see if they can surprise some people. Yeah, maybe I should hitch my wagon to Purdue. Boilermakers. You know, I, 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 I'm I'm a pretty big Purdue fan myself. They're they're another uh, very skilled. Uh, 
uh, very efficient team. That's uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a pretty big Purdue believer. So not shabby, not shabby. By I, the way, I feel like, go ahead. I was just I feel like I say it every, every year, and you know, it's uh, you know for for anybody out there that that that's doing their brackets like. Don't listen to anybody who you know spends like you know the, the three days leading up to you know Thursday like you know eight hours a day trying to fr- break things down. I, I, I my goal is usually about like two hours, you know, between you know Sunday nights and you know the start of games Thursday. To, mm-hmm. So yes, it's worthwhile to try to you know to take a look at some some you know matchups and things like that, but. Really, at the end of the day, just just have fun with it. I mean, it's you know, my, the the absolute. I mean, I, I've had some pretty phenomenal trips to to, to Vegas, uh, going with Giggity Giles and and, and our, our good friend Donkey and, and many other great trips. But the absolute most fun I ever had was going there for March Madness. Yeah, it's just so much fun. You you know, the the the, the fun is in the extreme randomness and, and unexpectedness of it. So don't uh, don't don't kill yourself trying to you know study, but so much because really at the end of the day, you know. It's gonna. You're gonna be shocked by you know, so many <laughs> results. Uh, so it's 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 more about just just have fun with it. Do you remember when Florida Gulf Coast was all Dunk City and Booty oh, Georgetown? That, that was that unbelievably was fun. Fun. There's always like you know you think back over the years it, like at different teams that have just made runs. I mean VCU's run was fun, and then obviously as Duke fans uh, we were on the the bad end. Was it Mercer and Lehigh? There've been some like. What the f cut? You know what I mean? Like WTF moments in in the tournament, you know, and have fun with that, man. Um, That's the thing. Like, like I don't care. Like when the games are on, yeah, I don't care about my brackets. I just want to see fun, good basketball. Yeah, absolutely. I like That's all I care about. I, the, the, the 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 first weekend, Thursday through Sunday, the first weekend is oh, hands so down the awesome. the most my my favorite yeah sporting time of the year mm-hmm. every year. It's because, like, and th- I will admit, going out for the opening of the tournament, I think it's a ton of fun because there's just, there's like a mountain of games on. You know what I mean? So, like, yes. you're just, there's a ton of people out. Everybody's just having a good time. You're enjoying your beverages. And you can go from, like, some bitter end of one game to a game winning shot on another one to something <laughs> ridiculous on another one to some blowout over here. And it's just, it's like sensory overload of, of like, just stuff. So, you know what I mean? And it, it teams and players that n- people normally just don't give a crap about are just so into it. And I always think it's great when you see, like, the crowd and there's this gigantic smorgasbord. I mean, there's so many different colors in the crowd. It's like you're trying to do, like, a Where's Waldo kind of thing, right? <laughs> but you can see it when, when, like, an underdog is rising up and the whole crowd turns on the favorite. You know what I mean? Or turns on the – other than, like, their actual fans. But when everybody just turns on the team in a stadium, it is such a hoot. Such a hoot. I will say with brackets, um, one thing I do, and I I try not to get too crazy with them, and I think this is true, man. Uh, I was reading this thing about brackets, and I totally agree with this this sentiment, man. Uh, Ride with the teams you care about and pick against your enemies. Quote, what's the point of all of this if you can't cheer for the teams you love while going against the teams you hate? This is supposed to be fun. If you're a fan of the scrappy underdog mid-major team who might pull off an upset, then take it a step further and ride them into the Sweet 16. It's Woo, you know, Iona for the win, baby. Um, although I, the, I did like this one caveat. Uh, uh, no 16 seed has ever defeated a one. Not much else to go over here. Don't do it. 
Yeah, they'll do it. No. Yeah, can't that's do so it. True. They'll do it live. Very true. I, I, I would extend that into you know certainly, and this isn't rocket science, but yeah. I mean if you're you know, especially if you're a casual fan just looking to have fun, take take risks. I mean again, what, yeah. what do you have Why to not? lose? I mean it's 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 it's, it's there's nothing more fun to, than to you know ha- have the the underdog pick that's you know got a two point lead with like a minute and a half to go. I mean yeah, it's it's phenomenal. That's, oh, that's, it's awesome. Again, that's that's just uh, I'm I'm I'm. I definitely, uh, my, my, my study time is going to be tomorrow, but I'm so crazy excited and it's, uh, it's going to be a damn fun one. Right. I feel like it's a very, very open year. I don't, I really do like UVA a lot and I think they're going to be a damn tough out, but, uh, outside of them, I mean, I think there's a lot of like this team could, but dot, 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 you know, uh, Duke, Duke, I mean, Duke is scary talented. I mean, they're, they're, they're you know, uh, they, they, they're unbelievably talented, but yeah, you know, we certainly know there are times where they just don't quite show up like they should. Uh, I certainly think they kind of you know flamed out pretty bad against UNC in the in the ACC tournaments. Um, that was a just a really embarrassing game for them. So you know, I, if the right Duke team shows up, uh, I mean nobody wants to face them. I mean that's for damn sure. It's all good, brother. Last region, by the way, the West. Hey, real quick, Justin, before yeah. we get to the West, yeah. uh, breaking news, uh, QB Case Keenum intends to sign with the Broncos. Mm. Tell me how my ass tastes. Huh. All right, now to the West. That, like That's like legit? Huh. Yeah. I don't know that that's a huge improvement on some other things, but uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but. Bridge quarterback, buddy. But you know what? He's better than uh, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, that's true. But then again, who isn't? Anyone's anything's better than being cockbrocked. Cockbrocked. Balls. Cockbrocked. To the west. All right, to the west. To the west. I gotta take, gentlemen, gentlemen. I we're not even gonna waste time. I'm taking Lipscomb. (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just saying dude uh do not forget do not forget that north (laughs) correct me if i'm wrong but north carolina has been in the last two national championship games right correct yeah yeah so i mean that that's a pretty phenomenal thing uh i know they're two seed they've they've eaten some games but uh north carolina man they've got some magic in them um i'd love to see a run from xavier i think it would be a good story you know, Chris Mack is a guy that I don't think he's. I don't think they've ever made it to the Final Four. Um, so that would be a cool story. Uh, although I saw some chatter about him potentially going going to Louisville, but I'm like, aren't they going to hammer Louisville with a bunch of sanctions? Why would you want to do that? But I don't know. We'll see. But I think that would be a fun story. You know, you got B- John Beeline, of course, got some ties to the area. Coached at uh, U of R, uh, Michigan as the as a three seed. So you like, know, go ahead. I'll say I like Michigan to come out of this region, dude. Yeah, maybe I mean, that might I be the case. Really yeah. So uh, you know, yeah. and then then Mark's little trendy team, Houston's floating around in there too. So you know, yeah, I, oh, I like oh. Mark's trendy team to lose in the first round to San Diego State. Bro, <laughs> give me South Dakota State right there, buddy. Jack Just, Rabbits, bud. Absolutely. Plus, plus eight on the betting side, Mark. Absolutely. But I like them to outright beat Ohio State. Yeah. That's one I would lay at least 20, 30 bucks on. Look at you, big and I spender. Don't, I don't bet anything. Whoa. Look out. 20, 30 bucks, bro. I, I may PayPal you 30 bucks. Drinks from a just, just to throw that bet. 
drinks are on MacGuffin. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm I'm torn. I think I think Xavier would be a great. I, I don't know if they could live up to it, but I think that would be nice. Plus they have a fantastic. Plus they have a great logo. But uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I just it's one of those things. That, can can UNC actually do that again and be right back in the thick of it? Um, but Mark, uh, where where would you run with that one? Ah oh, man, um, it's this one I don't, I don't I don't love. I don't know. I really don't know. You can be t- you can be uh, on the Lipscomb train with me, man. I'm, I'm, Shannon I'm, and I'll I'm be sad. plank. Look, Shannon and I will be planking in, in on one part of the train. Clearly. <laughs> So, <laughs> Lipscomb, buddy. We'll be we'll be planking at a sports page on Thursday night. Yeah, we That's might what be. We'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess well, wait, wait, we're on the east, right? No, the no, west. We're in the west. Oh, we're they, the west. There's one. The UNC's two. You got Gonzaga, yeah. Michigan, North Carolina. I like Michigan, dude. Yeah. yeah, it look it, it it's all good, man. It's all good. I know we haven't worked through our brackets yet. Again, this was just like a little overview, having a little fun with it, man. Oh, Don't course. sweat it, bro. Sure, I'll I'll say I'll say UNC gets there just so Duke and we'll knock him out. Wouldn't that be satisfying if Duke got to like totally punt, you know, some ACC teams out of the way along the way and just you know finish this thing off before they send Bagley out to the NBA? Absolutely. You know. By the way, somebody asked me what my favorite like. March Madness commercial was, and I responded. I said the only thing TV related that matters is the one shining moment, and I said, uh, you know, particularly with the ACC team. So I included uh, Duke's uh, one shining moment uh, from a couple years ago, and then UNC's. And I said I'd include Louisville, but that one got vacated from the list. So there were. <laughs> I said they don't count. We'll, we'll say. We'll yeah. Say. <laughs> like f them. Just kidding. Oh. Uh, What a great song. Awesome. What a great song. The best ever. Yeah. And anyway. how dare CBS ever try to recreate don't, that Don't. Shit. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. No. Don't do it. Next year, don't do, do the selection show the way it's always been. Go back. And it's always right. Luther. Hey, if man. You get, if you want to get Fergie to, Fergie to redo it. I mean, oh, that's, my that's God. Awesome. Jesus. Hell no. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no more anthems with Fergie, and God bless. Do That's not do, awesome. if ever there was one sharding moment, it for damn sure would be that freaking one Fergie. one moments. Dude, dude. If Fergie rolls out there and totally craps all over, over Luther Vandross, one shining moment. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck Thank out of my you. face with that shit. Hell yeah, no. Hell no. Yes. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Well, let's get out of here. Out of here. Let's get, let's yes. get out of here. Uh, let's hope nobody else uh, rips their pants like Provident Coach Ed Cooley, who was uh, shooting the breeze, <laughs> shooting the breeze the wrong way. Uh, speak, that was that, that, That's a true one-sharding moment. That, that dude had to wrap the Gatorade towel around his uh, derriere. Man. That, that was a good look. He, he had he had the towel over the butt. It looked like he had a little miniature cape, man. Um, Dude, I love that. That's a coach right there. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I love, love the it. line. Uh, Providence coach Ed Cooley on on uh, coaching with ripped pants. Quote: When I sat down, I felt the great breeze in the crack. 
It's like, hell yeah, buddy. Hell yeah, dude. I love that. Mm. I love it. Look, and one of my favorite lines, one of my favorite lines, Ron Hunter with Georgia State. Do you remember old RJ? Yes, fell off the chair. Uh Uh-huh, fell off the chair. Um, Yes. So uh, Georgia State is a 15 seed, and they're going to take on Cincinnati in uh, (laughs) in the first round on Friday. And I I liked this line from him. And the audio I don't think is working, so I'm just going to read it. Yeah, audio's jacked up. But he told reporters in Atlanta, quote, what college athletics should be about is what's happening at Georgia State. Not all this FBI stuff or this other stuff. It's about these guys right here that eat at McDonald's. They told us today that Cincinnati gets to stay at the Hyatt. We got to stay at the Comfort Inn. Cincinnati gets to eat at Ruth's Chris. We got to eat at Wendy's. But when it comes Friday at 2 o'clock, oh, we're going to be ready. We're going to be ready to play. I can guarantee you that. I love it. You know, that's, love what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. And hopefully he has a, a, a good stool, dude. Shut the fuck up! Hopefully he has a good stool, man. It stays upright. <laughs> hopefully he doesn't fall off this time. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, you may, you may Although if he does, that means they hit a big shot. So, Shannon, are you telling me you want to be sure he doesn't break free from the stool? <laughs> what? Just saying. Just saying. Hey, look, hey. hopefully he can shake it off from last time. There you go. All right, gentlemen. That's Hopefully good. Hopefully there's no bad blood between them. I don't know. Ah, Mark. <laughs> no. Give me a drink. Shannon, I don't know if I can make Thursday, but I'm definitely uh, game for some. Uh, I'm down and around for Friday, bruh. Hey, actually, I might be around for Friday. I will let you know. I might yeah. be able to. Do, I might be able to do Thursday evening. Daytime, I, I can't make it to Midlothian. Thursday night's fine because yeah. I'm not going to get there till late Thursday afternoon. So oh. if you want to do Thursday evening, that would be great. Well, hell, that might work out pretty well then. Okay. There you go. And Todd, come on, man, step it up, sir. Shannon, go ahead and plug our uh, bracket real quick. Do it. Yeah. All right. We, we've we got the uh, sports brew bracket. Let me uh, bring that up real quick. Um, as, as my computer is slow as shit. Uh, tournament. <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> it's the sports brew tournament pick on uh, bracket number How three. Do you fuck that up? Come on, McGuffin. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Look, you get one more chance. That's tomorrow, and that is it for one us more today, chance. And we will leave you with. Hey, can I do it live? I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Okay. We'll do it live. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. <clears throat> <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. That's right, so McGuffin. Because. It, it sucks so bad that if you join our bracket, you will probably win. You might. And, uh, no, you probably <laughs> will win. Look, so, just, just it, pump the bracket. Uh, just pump the bracket. Uh, it's group number 32650. Hey, look, we'll it's, tweet it out. People aren't going to remember that information, man. <laughs> We're going to tweet it out. We'll post it on the Facebook wall. It it'll be on the Facebook page. <laughs> I will retweet it. I will read. Post it. Uh, 
That's like it'll ask... be out there for you to find look, out. Look, look, don't, don't... interact with, D, with these that and that in itself as a present. So you know, enjoy it. Yeah. You know what? There you go. <laughs> that's if funny. If you interact with these that, that's a win. Hey, where are the white women at? I don't know. Ask these that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. These that. What, what a mess. What a mess. What <laughs> yeah, a mess. Brother. Where are the white women at? <laughs> Danger. Everywhere. 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 I could not fit one more thing inside of me. You said balls. I think Shannon's special closing move should be called the Belgian quad. (laughs) (laughs) The Belgian quad and... Yes. Uh, anyway, no, I tell you what, man, don't worry about pumping the brackets. We'll go ahead and tweet it out. Uh, you can follow us at VA Sports Brew, uh, and then we'll post it on the Facebook wall as well. Um, so you can find us on Facebook.com, of course, keywords, Sports Brew as well. Uh, look, guys, it's been fun. Let's go ahead and shut this down and get on out of here so I can flip this tomorrow. It was fun to catch up, fun to BS for a little bit, uh, run through some topics, have a little bit of fun. Uh, we will certainly catch up after these games have been played, but we'll try to catch up together maybe share some beers and have some fun and celebrate some of the madness of the tourney man uh look keywords of sports and brew as always you can find us on our home feed that's going to be podbean on stitcher radio live sportscaster.com obviously on itunes the google play store man look yeah you like sports you like beer hey man we're just having fun hanging out it's what we do so uh, from all of us to all of you and have a great week uh hopefully your bracket doesn't suck fat bags of ass but if you're full suck train vomit balls, that's okay, man. Just don't, just don't, like, if you do multiple brackets, I'm not like somebody that's anti-multiple brackets. If you really want to do multiples, that's okay. If it's good enough for your woman, it's good enough. No, I'm just kidding. Um, hey, now. <laughs> whoa. No. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay to have a backup plan, man. But just at least be honest about it. Don't, if you have like 10 brackets and one of them's fantastic, don't act like you were like, yeah, man, check out my one bracket I did. Woo. <laughs> you know, it's okay to throw darts, man. Just don't be uh, full of it about it, man. It's all good. But uh, anyway, have a great time. Enjoy the tournament. And we will catch y'all on the flip side. We'll follow up next week and have a little bit of fun. But from all of us, all of you, man, take care. Thanks for sharing. Enjoy some beverages along the way, friends. Drive safe and enjoy the madness, okay? Crank it up. Have a good time. And, uh, you know, look, Mark gave us advice earlier. If you got the money to do it, stay home and get drunk. It's okay. Yeah. Go to Vegas. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Peace out, folks. All right, y'all. The time is short and the road is long in the blinking of an eye. That moment's gone, and when it's done, when on you, it's still will to be, damn it. Cause inside you knew. Can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Is that what they said about the Jennifer Hudson one in a moment? (laughs) 
That's tomorrow. That's what Luther was saying from the grave at that point. Yeah. It could have been. Anyway, man, we will catch y'all on the flip side from all of us, all of you. Take care with the sports brew. And peace out, y'all. Good night. Good night, folks. There All right, friends. That was fun to catch up. We ran over, but not terribly so. How how bad was it? Um, well, at one thirty now, we did uh, two hours. So I said I wanted an hour, sixty to eighty minutes, and we just did one hundred and twenty. But okay, uh, told you to take the over. I know. Well, two hours is a lot easier to turn over than two forty-five. That's, and, that's true. And <laughs> other than yeah. Shannon, the rest of us are sober. Shannon, of course, is Shannon. Like I said, man, the Belgian quad, buddy. The Belgian quad. Hey, I had two. Uh, oh, we didn't even do a salute o'clock. I did uh, two golden monkeys. So yeah, that'll do it. To well, you. No wonder. All right, salute o'clock, man. I've got a stone IPA, just a stock one, and some Jack. I had one Jack and Coke and one stone IPA. Shannon's over here getting housed on some what golden monkeys? The golden monkey, man. Two of them and uh, a uh, the busky uh, gold rush. There you go. Like a champ. Mark, what'd you drink? Uh, I was enjoying a uh, Blue Point Honey Robber Cream Ale. Nice. Damn good. Randy. I had myself a Devil's Backbone Call Me Pills Mail. Say that again? What? What? Call Me Pills Mail. You know, like Call Me Ishmael. Okay. All right. I dreamed a dream that I uh, could understand what the hell that you were saying. (laughs) <laughs> and that's not your fault. That's not your fault. It's just the name of the beer. I was like, "What?" <laughs> maybe, maybe I, maybe I had the Belgian quad as well. My God, that's okay. Dude, that that Belgian quad had your boy just. Oh no! I, I was done. No, I, 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 I responded. We exchanged some texts there. I was well aware. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Belgian quads get you in trouble, Sorry. bro. Yeah, it's I, okay. I, I normally only drink those at home, and I, I think I should keep it that way. So, es yeah, possible, sir. Yes. You know, the only other person that's been able to successfully manage a Belgian quad is Matt Boitano. Plank on, plank on, Matthew Botano. There you go. All right. All right. Speaking of walking a plank, let's get the hell out of here. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> Good night now. <laughs> Good night. Guys. God, there's always stupid. There's always stupidity right at the damn end. <laughs> It's just impossible. <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. And uh, again, happy birthday, Lindy. Welcome yes. welcome to the club, I- Gramps. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, you're next. <laughs> yep, you are. Good night, friends. Catch you on the flip side, man. Good night. Night. Night.